You're listening to Spring Forward, a series of podcasts from Ada and Worthing Councils. I'm Neil Pringle, and I'm going to help you discover how to make the most of our wonderful area. This podcast series is all about getting outside and feeling good. In today's episode, I meet Tyler Slade, who's a well-being advisor. It's actually a present for my wife. Oh, Ten years nice. down, forever to go. <laughs> Tyler takes me out of my comfort zone. Good man. Why don't you stand there? <laughs> and we meet someone he's been supporting. I feel quite emotional. Oh. Oh. I feel so pleased for you. Look, you're doing great. You know, really good. So let's head to the beach. Hi and welcome to Worthing Seafront. I would like to say it's a bright sunny day, but it's not. Uh, there's a blanket of cloud. It's very grey here. The uh, the sea is that sort of browny grey, reflecting the uh, the complete cover of the sky. It's uh, it's not raining. That's that's the positive thing here. Pretty fresh. And the sea is going to get a starring role in just a moment. And I suppose I'd better introduce myself. I'm Neil Pringle. This is the first in our series of Spring Forward podcasts, where we like to accentuate the positive. And today we have got a man whose nickname could be Mr. Feelgood, because positivity oozes out of him. Tyler Slade is one of Ada and Worthing's well-being advisors, and... On top of that, he also loves swimming in the sea, whatever the season, which is why we're here at the beach now. And I am actually standing in my wetsuit. But something even more dramatic is happening in front of me because Tyler is stripping off and he's wearing clothes which don't seem enough for a summer's day almost, let, let, let alone winter. Tyler, hello, first yeah, hi, of all. Hi. 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 This this is uh, this is uh, your moment. You've okay. got no top on. No, you've got shorts on. Yes, and that's it. And I've got the uh, the wet shoot wetsuit sh- uh, shoes to protect the feet. We're not going to hang around here. No, we're not. No, uh, it's, good. It's, it's good to just kind of go straight for it because if you if you anticipate, then you you overthink it and then you stop. So, it's and this safe. is a regime okay. that you have, is it? Yeah, yeah. I get in here. Um, I try to commit to it at least three times a week. Um, but sometimes I can nick another one in, but yeah, pretty much three. So just don't stop walking. Don't really? Yeah. God, Careful cold. of the wave. And this is a big wave, big. just yeah. about to hit us. Yeah. Okay, I've got it. I'm going to go. Okay. Right, go, go, go. Well, at this point, I need to explain what happens <laughs> next. <laughs> I've fallen over. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Stay there, yeah, I will. The first that. decent wave hits me, and I fall over. I get up. And the next wave knocks me down again. Good shot, good shot, good shot. Good man. Why don't you stand there? Holding my recording equipment above my head, Tyler rushes right. back to pull yeah, go, me upright. Not my finest hour. But Tyler is back in the water and having a whale of a time. He's whooping. So Tyler at the moment has broken into a front crawl, which always seems like the hardest thing because his head is going under the water. He's bobbed over another wave as it's breaking in, comes towards me on the edge. 
And you're saying, well, why aren't you in there, Neil? Well, I am. I'm sort of up to my knees. But I have recording equipment which isn't waterproof, you see. And that is the reason that I am stood not quite as deep as Tyler is. It's still cold, though. It's the roar of a man who has done his deed, I think. He's walking out. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, well, do you know what? I didn't realise the waves would be quite as strong as they are. Yeah, just, just in the bottom bit here, it's quite choppy, isn't it? Take your feet a little bit. Once you get out a little bit, it's fine. But how do you feel? Good. It's, um, it's quite hard to explain to you, and it's quite exhilarating. People often go, you're absolutely mad. Well, of course it is. It is pretty mad. Um, but that's the point. Um, um, it's out of your comfort zone. But, um, it's... All I would say is, if you if you committed to doing something, keep doing it because you will feel rewards. And it's a strange one with the the sea dip because um, you know I'm not really motivated to do it. It sounds a bit bizarre, but I'm kind of disciplined to do it to myself. But in a minute and now, I just feel absolutely revitalised. I mean, I'm cold. Don't get me wrong, but on the head oh. and uh, you can feel it running through your veins it's I've done some research on it and it's a it's a it's a thing <laughs> called water therapy it's, it's, it's nature swimming pool right in front of you you know what I mean? is it it's a pleasure pain sort of thing? yeah big time yeah 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 I mean it's kind of like a, it's like I say it's, it's a hard one to explain if you start doing it you'll know why you keep doing it it's right one of those. okay well you're toweling off i'm going to towel off as well and i'll join you up there for a cup of coffee in yes, just a yes, second yes, now i thought i was well prepared because i have a thermos here but you've got what looks like it's a silver little, service here. It's a little, it's a little, um, it's a little uh, filter coffee. I bring my coffee. Obviously, I bean source from a from a local uh, supplier. I don't <laughs> buy anything from big supermarkets. Support the small businesses and all that. But no, yeah, I, I just got a nice, nice little um, flask and uh, hot water, and I, it's just something I like to do after. Cafetiere, yeah, cafetiere. Give it, give it a couple of minutes. I've got my milk here as well. <laughs> in my little container and I've got my nice little camping it's got my it's actually a present for my wife oh, 10 years nice. down forever to go <laughs> very sweet oh, it's, it's lovely <laughs> on the serious side I yes. guess it's important that it's you very have something important. hot yeah after. I mean I would yeah I mean it's you know listen it can as you as you found <laughs> found out Neil it can be quite rough uh, the water um there's just a few precautions, really, you know, just be sensible with it. But, yeah, having something hot to drink in your system after is what I find and I've looked up is quite an important thing, just to bring your levels back of, the, of your temperature of your body. Um, obviously, practicalities of going into the water. Um, always let someone know where you are, obviously. I don't tend to go too much out of my depth, either, to be honest. I, I like to know to touch the floor. Um, and I'm only in for a couple of minutes. You know, as you found out, it's, it, it's um, you know, 
five minutes tops. It's, there it's, is a sort of a glow afterwards, though, isn't there? Can you can you feel I, it? Oh my god! It's proper buzzing, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> it's proper buzzing. <laughs> you can all do this. <laughs> you can all do it. Right, now I'm going to introduce you to Julia, who has joined us here on the beach. Hello, Julia. Hello. Hi. Um, and you are being looked after by Tyler at the moment, and we'll find out why in, in just a second. But first, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, oh, I'm reaching the end of my career as a careers advisor and getting to that age. Um, got three children, two children. I don't know why I said three. I've got two. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like three sometimes. They sometimes do, yeah. In their 20s. Tyler is, is, is here. He's, he's mentoring you at the moment about stopping smoking. That's right. Tell me about your smoking journey then how, how, and, and why, you, why now to, to decide to stop. Okay, well I started smoking very early. It was actually because uh, I was at the cinema with my older sister who was there with her friends and they were all smoking and she said, go on, have one, try it. And I did and she said, there, now you can't tell mum. Can't tell mum on me, you know, so it was a bit of blackmail. So that's how I started as a very young teenager. As, as sisters do. Yes, okay. yeah. Um, I remind her of that all the time. And I carried on smoking right up until I decided to have children. And I gave up fairly quickly then. And I didn't smoke for 20 odd years. And then in my mid 50s, I think I had a bad moment and um, started smoking again. Not, not as much as I did when I was younger, just mainly social smoking to begin with. And then it sort of became a regular thing, five cigarettes a day or or sometimes yeah. more. And then I found I couldn't stop, but I wanted to stop. That must have been so frustrating, having stopped it once and then gone back. Did you feel a bit, a bit cross with yourself? I felt I very know. cross with myself. And I, I'm usually the sort of person who can, can take a challenge and, you know, face it head on and deal with it. And I just couldn't with this. And it's been, yeah, eating me up for a couple of years, I think. Smoking cessation, that's just part of your many talents, yeah. is it? Tom? Well, yeah, it was really interesting you should mention that. So um, we offer a thing called Workplace Health. So we, we, we go to different businesses and workplaces throughout the, uh, the local area and we offer our services. And, um, and obviously from there, it's, it's, it's a general quick one-to-one -one just to, you know, to see if people are okay. And if there's anything they would like support with ongoing, then obviously they can get referred to into the hub and a wellbeing advisor can pick it up. And obviously Julia came to myself. Just making that step and going to someone and saying, I'd quite like you to help me, that's quite a big step, isn't it? Yes, and I think because it was over the phone and remote, it was easier to do, actually. Not meeting somebody face to face and them not knowing me or anything about me. I think I was able to be very much more open um, and involved with the process. Right. Can I ask you, a, I suppose, a personal question in a way? What is it that smoking did for you? In other words, why did you smoke? Well, I've said this over and over to Tyler, actually. It, it gave me what I call my time. So whatever I was doing during the day, whether it was working intently or looking after my mother or whatever it was, I would take myself away from that 
to have some of my time. And that's where I'd have a cigarette. So having a cigarette is, the, is exactly the same as making time for yourself. And I suppose part of the, the journey that you're on now is finding time for yourself without a cigarette being present. Exactly. And Tyler also uh, helped me to realise that actually what I was doing in that time, apart from having the cigarette, was actually not giving me any space at all. You know, I was checking emails or <laughs> doing social media or doing something. Like that. So I wasn't actually doing anything different to what I might have been doing earlier. But how's it gone? I mean, how long have you been on the on this process uh this is this is day 27 without a cigarette and you're not shaking no i'm not shaking um i I don't i've only really had a couple of bad moments where i where i wanted to scream and think i really want a cigarette now the rest of it you know tyler has taught me a lot of tricks and a lot of strategies that have helped not only with the smoking but with a lot of other things as well. I think what Tyler has done is is invested time in me and I don't think anybody's done that in a very long time and in that investment he's he's given me the opportunity to think about myself and to reflect on what I do and why I do it uh, to evaluate you know what happens afterwards I haven't, I can't remember the last time I had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And um, having that time to really think things through has been amazing, actually. I think it's quite interesting just to, to end with that, actually, Julia, is that you're saying I've invested a lot of time. Um, I think you've, you've invested a lot of time. That's, that's the key here. People, you need to invest time and you'll get support, um, but you give yourself gratitude and, and yourself and respect to yourself because you, you've made the time too to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's your time. I feel quite emotional. Oh. <laughs> oh, I feel so pleased with you. Look, you're doing great. You know, really good. Good luck. Good luck Thank with you. it. You know, 27 days is a, is a fantastic yeah. achievement, you know, but you're not out of the woods. No, I know I'm not. I know I'm not. You know, there's yeah. work yeah. done. Yeah. Thank you so much for telling us. You're welcome. You're listening to a Spring Forward podcast with me, Neil Pringle. These podcasts are part of an Adrian Worthing Council's campaign to improve residents' health and well-being during the COVID crisis and beyond. I'm exploring what's on offer and sharing it with you. In other episodes, I go beachcombing in Lansing, take a guided tour of marine gardens in Worthing and hear about a rewilding project on the banks of the River Ada. You can find out more on the Spring Forward section of the Ada and Worthing Council's website. But for now, back to my conversation with Mr. Feelgood, Tyler Slade. Tyler is a wellbeing advisor, so I thought I might as well get some advice for myself. I have always had a problem with yo-yo dieting, yeah, right? Yeah. So I, um, I, I can lose weight quite well. But after about three months or so, I hit my target. And then after nine months, on from that, I'm back where I started. <laughs> what, what the hell can I do about that? Well, I guess this is very, very common, isn't it? 
I, I don't think it's any fault of anyone's own to want things to happen quickly. Yeah. Because we're kind of living in an environment where things do happen very quickly. You know, we all want that kind of magic wand. <laughs> we don't want to hang around. We want it to happen right now. So do, do you think I'll try and lose weight too quickly? I, I, well, I think... Well, the thing is, is that we're, 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 what we're here to do is we're here to support people with living healthier life styles. Yeah, yeah. Life being the prominent word. This is about your life. This isn't about two weeks or, or 90 days or so, three months. So everything has to be sustainable. Sustainable. Absolutely, yeah. Neil. Yeah. yeah. And, and for things to be sustainable, the evidence shows we create habits and become like habitual habits and routines and you know let's take take brushing teeth for example at first that's very very difficult when you're younger you get hammered at very come on brush your teeth all you got to do is brush your teeth but after a while you get used to it and it's and you do it out of routine and it is about um creating healthier habits that is interesting so i shouldn't uh, and i kind of know this already yeah i shouldn't think about a diet which I'm no. trying a short-term thing it's got to be well, what can I do forever yeah, and it, which is going to control my weight absolutely you know? and the thing is about diet is it's that that word is being used out of prescription because people look at that as like oh yeah. I'm going on a diet you, you, no one should we don't go on one we are on one yeah yeah yeah. you don't go no, on absolutely one. you're on one constantly because that's what food is it is a diet <laughs> what a wise what a wise old saint you are <laughs> We're just walking to, uh, towards Goring, actually, uh, along the seafront path here. Mm. It's uh, one of those days where there's a lot of people out early. It's, uh, it's a lot of people getting exercise at the moment. It's, it's fantastic, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. I think it's, it's inspiring as well. Like, you know, if, if, you, if you come out and you force yourself to have a walk or a run or whatever, go on a sea or whatever it is you want to do, and you see someone else doing it or other people doing it, you feel like you want to do it again. It's quite, it's quite infectious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like um, you in the sea swimming, isn't it? You, know, you, <laughs> well, yeah. you, you do it. You get you get almost like addicted to it. You do. Right? You do absolutely. And and again, you can feel the benefits from it. It's the same with anything, isn't it? You go for a walk and you know how nice you feel after. It's getting fresh air or whatever. So you tend to want to do it again. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, we're walking obviously uh, to the west, mm. and so the sea is to our, our left. And yeah. there's a lovely calmness really has, has, has hit now. to the sea now. Yeah. And there's some paddle borders out there. Doesn't that looks like a a painting almost? Yeah, because the uh, the clouds come down a bit, and the, the the seas become calmer, and they're just sort of almost motionless, but just gliding along there. Yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? It's great, isn't it? And again, you know, we, I mean, we're walking along here, and people. I don't, I, lost count how many people are, are walking and jogging by us and and it's just um it's great it's really really great to see um, good for the body good for the mind and all different well. and, and and all different and, and the thing that's great about it as well it's we're talking about everybody here young old yeah you know whatever so getting out levels. there is good for you now, absolutely I, I, I did say i was going to uh, find out a little bit about you how does how huh. does one get into the well-being game uh, oh, well, how well. did how did you become the guru of, of well-being. <laughs> uh, very kind of you. <laughs> um, I found this, this career quite late on, really. I, I've always tried to look after myself. I've always been interested in looking after, you know, my body and just gen generally looking after my health as much as possible. 
but I never really kind of foresaw it as being a kind of career as such. And it was weird because that was a period in my life when I was quite, I wasn't very happy. Um, at work? Yeah, I wasn't very happy at work. In, in a, I was working in just in a completely different industry and it was making me very, very poorly and a kind of my mental health was getting quite affected by it, to be honest. And uh, I just needed to stop and restock and think about what I wanted to do. And, and I guess I wanted to do something that morally was giving me some gratification. And I had this urge of wanting to kind of help myself, but help other people too. And I didn't quite know where to turn really. And it was weird because I kind of, I really liked this area. I'm really happy with living here and I feel very fortunate to, to live by the sea and have the South Downs and all these wonderful places around us. I had a look at the local authority and I was thinking, you know, I'd never really thought about that before. Um, I don't know why, I've always, I don't know, I blame, I blame my old man really, he's a little bit... He said, don't work he's, for the local Don't for local council, you know, <laughs> sod the council. Right. And I like it because you get a sense of kind of people wanting to do good stuff. It must be lovely because your job, you get examples like Julia, who we spoke to earlier, yep. and you can see real progress with people. That must be so satisfying. It's great, yeah, it's great. And the thing is with it is that, and we always tell this these people, we're not here to fix people or to tell people what to do. Um, we're here to support people with what it is they want to do. They're doing it, yeah. actually, yeah. you know, they're the ones doing it. We're, we're fortunate enough to be able to, to have the, the training to be able to come alongside them and really try to nurture their inner strength because we all have it we can all do stuff but sometimes we need to get a different perspective to open up so if someone's listening to this and they're thinking you know maybe they just there's, there's something that they know that is in their life they would like to change yeah whatever it may be yeah they just get in touch with you is that, absolutely is that how it works? yeah absolutely i mean it's self-referral you don't need to be referred by a gp or anything or anybody you literally can ping up the pick up the phone or um email or, or self-referral on the website it is really that straightforward and i think the thing is as well just to remember is that looking after yourself and your health in terms of your physical and mental health is going to be the most important thing that you'll ever do um but we all tend to kind of put that off a little bit for some weird reason we are free i mean <laughs> everyone likes something for free right and and effectively it, it is a free service free change your life for the better <laughs> yeah it's not a bad advert is it <laughs> it's not bad look it's been fantastic meeting you it really yeah. has you are you are a positive spirit I admire you going into the sea, but I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of the fact that you've got a job where you're helping people out and you're doing exactly what you love as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's great. That, that's, that's a win-win. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with Thank us. Thank you, today. Neil. Thank you for your time. You've been listening to a Spring Forward podcast brought to you by Ada and Worthing Councils. In other episodes, I go beachcombing in Lansing, visit one of Worthing's finest parks, Take a walk along the banks of the River Ada and get a history lesson in Worthing Town Centre. So do check them out if you can. And for more ideas on how to look after your health and well-being, go to the Spring Forward section of the Council's website. Thanks for listening.